Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Hope you had a wonderful holiday and uh, a great time uh, to be had by all. And one of the things that the Black Bears had uh, this past weekend, family weekend, as a uh, the, the players' families come out, it was a good time. Everyone enjoyed it. It was Skate with the Black Bears night. A good time. Everyone enjoyed it. Uh, and the Black Bears in it tough against the Danbury Junior Hattricks. And we will get to that right now, starting with Friday night's game, which uh, I had the honor to call in, in lieu of Alex Itano. And it was a, a frustrating game, to say the least. Both games I would, I would chronicle as frustrating if you're a Black Bears fan. But uh, if you're a Danbury, uh, a very big improvement for your side of things. Uh, at the expense of the Black Bears, unfortunately. But uh, we get to the games. They're not played uh, on paper. They're played by little players in our TV sets. Uh, started off uh, Black Bears just getting a lot of pressure on. Had a uh, early power play. Unfortunately, did not uh, did not last long as it, it actually canceled out a uh, Black Bears penalty. But uh, Dan Barry strikes first as uh, Alexios Georgiakalis uh Gets on the board with his fourth of the year. Uh, gets uh, It just eludes the glove of uh, Colin Ronan and uh, puts Danbury up one to nothing midway through the first period. Black Bears did have a good amount of power plays after that, including a 5-3. One goal looked like it went in, but unfortunately it uh, was a crease violation called down in a uh, on that 5-3 which looked like a Ben Tauscher goal, but uh, nothing doing there. And then uh, a, a puck hits the post. The goal light goes on. They go to the VAR, and no goal. It just rings off the post, and somehow at a weird angle on, on Johnny P's uh, photos up on the Faceoff Hockey Show Facebook page, um, just somehow hits the goal post and makes a weird angle. I don't know how uh, geometry works. I'm a broadcaster. But it uh, somehow stayed out of the net, one to nothing, going into the second period. In that second period, again, a lot of shots by Maryland. They were peppering Miles Roberts, and Miles Roberts was solid. Again, more uh, power plays for the Black Bears could not convert, and it wasn't until 116 left in the frame when Jesse Horacek gets his ninth of the year. He, a shot that looks like it deflected off a Danbury defender, went up in the air, Kind of eludes Roberts and bounces in the back of the net. Take him how you can get him, is what I say. Horacek's ninth of the year. Keaton Lipset with his ninth assist. And Ryder Neenhaus with his sixth assist of the year. Black Bears tied up right before the third period. The third period, a whole lot of freckets going on. As we had a uh, couple of fights, a couple of uh, uh, roughing minors, a couple of misconducts. All kinds of things happening in at 11.40 in the uh, in the third period, uh, Artem Shapanov got a double minor for roughing. Evan Sofakitis got a uh, five in a game for roughing. Jesse Horacek a five in a game for roughing. Sofakitis also got a uh, misconduct for removing a helmet. Aiden Farrow got a double minor for roughing. Pierre Larocque got a fighting five and ten, uh, and Grant Dietz got a fighting uh, five and ten and a roughing to start off with. So the Black Bears on a power play could not convert, unfortunately. And then they get a power play late, only to be spoiled by taking a penalty. Nothing solved in the third period, and we go to overtime. And down one way, the Black Bears did have a glorious chance in the overtime. Uh, Jeremy Tremblay 
just stick handling in a phone booth, essentially, working his way out of the corner, gets a backhand shot off. Roberts gets his right pad on it, kicks it aside, then going the other way. Emerson Molas has room, beats the defender, puts it glove side. And there's your winner. Danbury wins this one by a score of 2-1. to one. Colin Ronan uh, didn't get called on much, was solid when he was. Uh, only 15 saves, however, in the defeat. So we move on to Saturday night. And a little bit of the same. The niceties uh, were exchanged. A lot, a lot of people uh, going after certain people. It was a heck of a time. Uh, but the Black Bears do go down again uh, first as uh, Jacob Robertson Puts his eighth home on the power play on a five-on-three. And uh, he puts home his eighth. Just eludes the uh, pad of uh, Owen Leepak, who made a solid save. Just rebound was out there. And with a five-on-three, you know, there there she is. Uh, and it's one-nothing Black or one-nothing Danbury. And the Black Bears were trying their damnedest, just putting everything they could at the net. They had 51 total shots in this one, including a lot of power plays um, in the second period. They had uh, a couple power plays. Third period, they had a power play. Just couldn't couldn't get anything past Miles Roberts. And the defense for Danbury, give them marks where they can, blocking a lot of shots, getting in a lot of lanes, uh, just really disturbing a lot of what the Black Bears are trying to accomplish, which, hey, as an opposition, what you want to do. Uh, but with a minute and 16 left in the uh, – in the third period, Adam Shankula cranks one from the dot with the extra attacker, pumps it home for his ninth of the year. Uh, a lot of anger and frustration in that shot, as we'll hear from him later. Uh, he gets his ninth of the year. Kareem El-Bashir's 17th assist. Luca Mel's third assist. And the Black Bears tie it up late in the game. Overtime solved nothing. And we go to a shootout as Josh Erickson scores an extra time for Dan Barry. And uh, Jesse Horacek matches that up on the other side in the fifth round. Uh, Cam Sharon could not pump that one through. Riley Rue, welcome back to him. His first games back since the Robertson Cup. He'd been out at the beginning of the season with an injury. Gets a nice little hero's welcome back as he nets the game winner and gives the Black Bears that extra point as they take three points on the weekend with a 2-1 to one victory. Very low-scoring event uh, in this one. I don't know the shots because the shot total is rang up very weirdly um, as it gave Maryland 20 shots in the shootout and 20 shots in the third with total shots being 51 to 19. Um, so the saved count for Owen Leepak, not great, but Owen Leepak stopped. Uh, we'll just assume 18 of 50 or 18, 18 of 51, 18 of 19 on the night for a victory for himself. He was, uh, very solid in net. So the Black Bears take three points, which is good because they are in uh, quite the heat with the main Nordiques in this one. They are currently three points ahead of the Nordiques. Nordiques do have a game in hand, however. Maryland spotting at 17-5-4 uh, through 26 games um, and uh, sitting atop the East Division. They'll now go on to take on Philadelphia, who they have not faced at all this year. Uh, outside of the preseason games, uh, they have not faced them in the regular season. And uh, Philadelphia is starting to get better, starting to to retool their team a little bit after a little bit of early season woes as they sit eighth in the division right now, 9-12-0 through 21 games. They also haven't played a lot of games either. 
Um, so the Black Bears, again, much like they were against Danbury, going to have to not look at the record, not look at anything else, and just play their game, as we'll hear from uh, our interviewees on the weekend. So Black Bears looking pretty sharp, and, and um, let's get to those interviewees right now, as we have uh, uh, Clint Millimock uh, with our Coach's Corner, the head coach and GM of the team. He talks about what he felt about the Danbury series, uh, how how the team has responded so far to the adversity, and also um, the acquisition of Tyler Stern and also the uh, return of Riley Rue. All right, here with head coach Clint Milmock and Clint. What a weekend that was! It was uh, interesting. What was your evaluation of the weekend? I thought we played well. I mean, either goalie stood on his head. I got to give him credit. And I thought Danbury played very hard. Um, they've added some pieces. They've done a good job uh, adding some really, really competitive guys and and. You know they they were presenting a challenge, but that's tell the guys every week like the team that won this division will get their best effort. Um, you know, and, and it doesn't matter what you think, or what you do, or or like that's the message. Like we're not, and we we almost say it every game when when I remember is like, what kind of effort should we expect tonight? Their best. Why? Because we're in first, or we won our division last year, and that's that's part of the. I guess part of the, the pressure you need to learn how to play under and, and also learn how to play tight games. I mean, you can't always win 8 nothing. It would be nice. Uh, um, but you're going to get some challenges. You're going to face uh, some tough goalies. And I guess the lesson is um, we went through it last year when Philly was here and the goalie had the same type of effort. Stood on his head, lost in the shootout, found a way to, to win in overtime the next night. And it was a big emotional boost because we found a way to get it done. And that's just part of the, part of the learning curve. For a team with a lot of new players, and like, hey, we gotta, we still gotta find a way, and they did, and and um, yeah, it was, it was. I thought it was. If you look at at, um, you know, I guess the amount of shots we had and generated, but not, but also like, were we in good spots, and were, were, was there traffic? Yeah, when we watch the video, so we're on the bench, pretty much telling nothing we can do. You're doing a great job. Just keep going until until one goes in, and and Shankula came in and. Had some shot intensity on on his goal, and and we had some 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 puck luck for once. It seemed like yeah, a lot of frustration for the guys. Is that what you're telling me? It's like we're doing the right things, but yeah. you know, it's just what do you do? Like yeah. I look at Sam once and I start laughing. I go like everything looks like it's going in. It's hitting something last second, or that he gets all of a sudden he comes out of nowhere and got a piece of it. So, um, but those are also fun games to look back on and as a team and go this was a this was a good situation to be in to have some adversity. Uh, do things where you're playing so well, we're not getting rewarded well. It kind of sounds like life sometimes, right? Where it doesn't always work out, but do you have the ability to stick with it uh, and fight through it? And adversity is a good thing. One of the adverse things is the power play has been a little bit uh, sketchy at times. What is there? Is there anything adjustment-wise that you guys need Not to a make? little bit, a lot of it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's got a, we went through this last year, same thing, where you know, new players, new pieces, we'd love it to be better. And it's just a work in progress. And I think the, the key is always can we create a foundation, not just from the coaches, but can you kind of get away from it and, like, here's your power play. Can you talk your way through it intelligently, um, systematically, and then effort-wise? Do you, do you know the certain things we need, to, like the building blocks of it? And can you sometimes get the players to have to take ownership of it and then now it's them doing the talking and they know what's right like when you talk to them they know what's right but can you do it as a group and we've had those chats like we can give you a million things and say hey do this this and this but there's gonna there has to be a bit of buy-in and, and ownership on their own and they're working hard and and they want it to be good but it's like everything um you don't want it to seep into your five on five game where you're frustrated on a power play and all of a sudden 
you're having trouble five on five. So we've done a good job of still realizing, hey, there's a lot more we can do as a team. Our PK has been pretty solid. Um, we are defending hard, and you know that's something. There's other things to focus on, but that's that's certainly something that has to get fixed, and, and we do work at it, and they're aware of it. You get someone back in Riley Rue who gets to shoot at winner. Uh, didn't seem like he was out of place at all when he came back in. He came back in yeah. kind, of, kind of just <laughs> flew right into the lineup. It, it was tough for him the first game because you, all of a sudden you're in the middle of it mm -hmm. and you're playing a team that's competing hard um, and you haven't been on the ice in game situations. That's hard to do when mm -hmm. you've been out that long. So I thought he was, he was, he was fine on Friday. Saturday he had a little more rhythm and, and, and purpose to what he was trying to do on the ice, a little more flow, which is once again that's experience and, and being on the ice. But we try to put him with familiar teammates and guys he's played with so to make that easy. But uh, another big body who can shoot a puck and contribute and obviously in the shootout, um, it was nice for him to, to, to get that done. The acquisition of Tyler Stern in here from uh, Philly via Bismarck. Uh, is it interesting or is it good to have a guy who's been in this division before who knows the lay of the land? Yeah, he's been in, been in all these ranks. Um, he understands, you know, what we're looking for. He plays a certain style that I think is conducive to what every team uh, seems to want these days. And and he's he'll do all the dirty work. And and um, I think having a kid that's been in the, in the division is great because he's going into ranks knowing all the bounces, what the systems are. So there's not there's not a lot of transition for him to come in. Like with us, he's a smart kid. He's very very smart. Um, he learns things pretty quick. But he's also now like I've been through this league. I know this division, and he can just kind of step in and play and understand what what we're facing. And then help help. I see him. I hear him, like in the locker room and on the ice, discussing what teams are trying to do. And that's on the bench too. It's very helpful. And now you go in, into Philly, his former team. It's kind of odd that we're this late and we haven't faced Philly yet. Um, I guess what's the game plan now, especially considering the last two weeks have been pretty. Uh, showed some adversity against New Hampshire and then Danbury this past weekend. Uh, same thing. Just. Go in there and, and, and you know try try and be productive. Be a be a hard team to play against. Um, don't deviate from what our, our team thought processes, our beliefs, and our, our core values and systems on the ice. And and you know there's only one way to to, to, to get goals, and it's a dirty area. So we're really tracking that too. Like let's make sure we always have something in front or, or flash screens or traffic where goalies don't get a clean look uh, because this time of year goalies are pretty good. And we're, our, our league is known for goalies, so so that's important. And yeah, we haven't seen Philly. I mean, they've they've made some changes too. Um, they're very structured and organized and detailed, and uh, they play fast. And you know, I expect same thing. They're, we're going to get their best effort. And we have not seen them since preseason. And apparently, like I think Northeast is in our division too. Yeah, I guess I I allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. So, so yeah, it'll be good for the guys too to have someone new because I. Yeah, but we have four in a row, so we see a lot of them coming up and having Stern in the lineup and, and that dynamic of it all, that always makes for fun. Hey, Coach Clint Millock. Adam Shankula is up next for us, the alternate captain for your Maryland Black Bears. Talks about um, the weekend at Danbury, his goal, and, and how he just powered through that, as well as uh, the, the differences between last season's team and this season's team as he looks ahead to this weekend in Philadelphia. Here with Adam Shankula, the Maryland Black Bears, and Adam, quite a weekend for you guys. What was your takeaway from this entire weekend? Yeah, I thought we had a good weekend. Uh, we were playing our systems really well. Again, pucks the house we just couldn't bury, but still happy to come away with three points. Is it frustrating for you guys when you see all those block shots and, and just stuff not going your way? Yeah, definitely. Like, we're doing all the right things and just not getting rewarded, but we just got to keep doing it, and over time we'll go in. 
part of the leadership, what can you tell the guys to kind of quell those frustrations, kind of get them settled down, ease them up a little bit? Just keep going. That you know, everyone goes through a period where pucks aren't going to go in, and just keep playing the right way, and eventually you'll get out of it. What did you see on your shot to, to tie the game up on Saturday? Just kind of grip it and rip it? Yeah, I mean, I think I was just mad that the rest of them weren't going in, <laughs> so I shot the puck as hard as I could and, you know, went in. Went in there, perfect. And now this is, you know, you come back to the Black Bears for another full season. What has been the difference between last season and this season, if any? Uh, I think for me personally, it's just how I trained in the summer. You know, work on getting stronger and getting a better shot, and I think that definitely helped me uh, confidence-wise this year. You know, and then being a leader and stepping up in the big times. Uh, go up to Philadelphia this weekend. It's uh, interesting. We haven't seen them yet this mm -hmm. year. Um, aside from preseason, uh, what has been the message going into the weekend uh, and able to get four points out of there? I'll just keep doing the same thing we did this weekend. You know, we've been working a lot on putting the puck in the back of the net, and I feel like energy's been really good at practice. So, you know, just keep doing what we've been doing and, you know, hopefully start to get rewarded. Adam Jankul. And last but not least, Riley Rue, who, again, like we said, uh, first series back since the Robertson Cup uh, after uh, letting an injury uh, heal and making sure he is 100% before he steps it back on the ice. We talk about his time in L.A., his time in Pittsburgh, and uh, how it felt to be back on the ice. Joined now by Riley Rue of the Maryland Black Bears. And, Riley, welcome back. How does uh, it feel to get back on the ice again? Feels great. It's been too long. Our last games before this weekend was Robertson Cup, so definitely <laughs> definitely happy to be back on the ice. How much uh, of an adjustment was it for you to get back into game action? I mean, practicing is one thing, but to get that game speed, it's got to be completely different. Uh, definitely took me a few shifts to get used to it. I feel like I did a solid job of getting back into it. But, yeah, practice speed, you always think it's going to be same as game speed but it just it never is um your shootout winner this weekend i mean it seemed like you guys had a, a lot of frustrating times did it feel good to actually get it in the back of the net yeah yeah it, uh i had done that move so many times in practice so it, it was eventually going to work but yeah it was definitely good to get a big win like that against a pretty good danbury team now so it was definitely good to get that how much frustration do you guys have on the bench, especially with all the blocked shots and hitting off the post, this, that, and the other? A lot, but we knew we were going to get one in eventually, which Shanks did, and then we knew once we got that one that we were going to win that game. We had all the momentum in the world. So Now you've had an interesting way to get here from Los Angeles to Pittsburgh now to here. How is going from L.A. to Pittsburgh now into your second year in the N.A.? How has that helped mold you and get you ready for where you're at now? Uh, going from L.A. to Pittsburgh, that was a big adjustment, living away from home for the first time when I was 17. Um, but that definitely helped with here, just getting used to everything, living away from home. And I'd say the, the weather here is much better than <laughs> Pittsburgh, so that's definitely But not as good as L.A., I'm no, sure. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, you go into Philadelphia this weekend, first time you guys have seen them since uh, the preseason. Uh, what has been the, the modus operandi? What has been the message for the team this week? Uh, just keep doing what we did against Danbury. We didn't play bad. We just couldn't figure out how to score how we're, how we're used to. So if we just keep doing what we're doing, we know that we'll keep getting goals and keep getting wins. Riley Rue, the Maryland Black Bears. Thanks to Coach Clint, um, Adam, and Riley for the, uh, the time. And also thanks to Chris and Jess from the Black Bears for setting this whole thing up. So... Uh, we look ahead in Philadelphia, all action on NHL TV. If you're not going up to Holladell, uh, New Jersey, um, if you're not, then uh, you can watch it on NHL TV. Hopefully the hamster is on, on the wheel still. They can get things uh, going, and uh, things will be great, and you can watch everything 
right there. Some alumni news for you right now. And we'll start off from the first season. Luke Posner, who got the first game-winning goal for the Maryland Black Bears. Um, and he is a graduate student now at the at Bethel University in Minnesota. Uh, so far with two goals and an assist on the season last weekend. Uh, having a goal and an assist uh, over uh, the weekend against M- MSOE and Aurora University for Posner. Uh, Andrew Takis gets in goal for another uh, stint uh, for Colgate. He sees his uh, second game of action, gets a dub. His first collegiate victory against Niagara, uh, only allowing one goal on 23 shots. So a uh, awesome, awesome thing for him to get his first collegiate goal. And uh, congrats to Andrew on that. Cam Gaudet is playing for Stonehill University this year after transferring from Northeast University. He's played 14 games so far with a goal and three assists. His first collegiate goal coming in late October that I think we unfortunately missed. Um, So congratulations to him to see more ice time in the D1 side of things. And Matthew Davies uh, is now at Alvernia University, and he is lighting it up this season. Five goals and four assists in eight games played for the defenseman from uh, Avita, Colorado. Uh, so a, a big, big jump for him as he has uh, already surpassed his goal total from his uh, first year uh, in college and now looking to just surpass everything else as he is having a heck of a time in the UCHC. And lest we forget uh, Gunnar Van Dam, who, man, he had a heck of a showing for his lone uh, or for his first NCAA goal, which was the lone goal as the uh, the University of Alaska Anchorage Seawolves defeated and upset the number six Wisconsin Badgers. The lone goal of the game was Van Dam's, so uh, hell of a time to get your first goal and hell of a, hell of a uh, win for that as well. So there, we've done it once again. We have uh, made sure everything was neat and tidy, and we look ahead to Philadelphia adjacent this week. And again, you can catch all the action on NAHL TV. And I will also be doing some live tweeting on Defending Den MBB. But that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Wallace. Take care of yourself and someone else has been Defending the Den. Part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Again, Defending Den MBB for all the tweet needs that you need. And also ClutchingCrabHockey.com where we'll have some stuff up there and all that. So uh, until then, till we speak again, Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. Hope you guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy. Hey, stay warm out there. It's a bit brisk if you haven't seen it. And we will talk to you next time through. Peace.